Hello, welcome to the Ladybird podcast. I'm Fretha from Tagalili Quint, and this is the first episode in the Little Elephant Who Wants to Fall Asleep Reclaim Bedtime series. In this podcast series, real life mums and dads will be talking through their experiences of using the new book, The Little Elephant Who Wants to Fall Asleep, which is the sequel to the much talked about The Rabbit Who Wants to Fall Asleep, which was hailed as the bedtime book for parents in 2015. Using a set of language structures and relaxation techniques, the book aims to soothe and relax children so they fall asleep more easily. I decided to give this book a try at home and see if it would work for me. This story is about an elephant named Ellen. She is the kindest and bravest little elephant in the world and she wants to be your friend and teach you new things. Ellen the elephant is starting to feel tired now and she wants you to go with her as she walks to her bed on the other side of the magical forest where she is going to sleep soundly all night long. Magical? Yeah. Ellen the elephant is the same age as you, Wilf. So the book actually comes with instructions um, at the start which explain how to read it to your child. So there's things like bold letters to tell you to emphasise words and italics uh, to tell you to say those words softly. Um, It actually includes a warning, uh, so it advises you not to read the book uh, when you're doing things like driving. Warning. Listen to this book with caution. It may cause drowsiness or an unintended catnap. And never listen to this book if you are driving any type of vehicle or engaged in any other activity that requires wakefulness. So our current bedtime routine is probably quite similar to most families. Um, We start it at the same time every night, around 7 o'clock, We do a bath time, which currently is now shared with my four-year-old and nine-month-old. And then we have a story and lights out. My son actually used to sleep really badly. Um, Now he's four and a half. He sleeps a lot better, but he does tend to get up in the night and often um, he will sleep, but it will take a few going up and down stairs to sort of um, settle him down again. So... I was quite interested in reading the story and seeing if that would help with getting him off to sleep a little easier. Let's listen to a clip from the audiobook. This story is about an elephant named Ellen. She is the kindest and bravest little elephant in the world, and she wants to be your friend and teach you new things. Ellen the elephant is starting to feel tired now and she wants you to go with her as she walks to her bed on the other side of the magical forest where she is going to sleep soundly all night long. It didn't differ too much from our usual routine by reading the book in that we always read a book every night but we'll usually read a different one and so there's the repetition of reading this every night. It's also quite a bit longer than our usual story time so we had to allow this in our general bedtime routine. It's definitely a different experience from any other bedtime story he's used to having. Um, Actually I found he was really interested in the fact that his name was used which is one of the techniques used in the book. At first I think he found that quite confusing but as the story went on having his name as part of the narrative really helped him engage with it. I'd love to say that we couldn't make it to the end of the book without him falling asleep, but it wasn't quite that effective. I would say that it did help him to go to sleep straight after, when we often find ourselves in a game of going up and down the stairs to his room for about an hour after we've put him to bed. And I really like the emphasis in the book on sleeping all night long, 
So there's parts in the book that are in bold where they talk about you will sleep and you will sleep all night long. So him coming into our bed is often quite a problem around midnight or four o'clock. And actually, since we've started reading the book, that hasn't been an issue. So we've had no nighttime wakings and he's slept till the morning, although he has just started school, so he's pretty tired at the moment. Let's hear from the author Carl Johan on how to make the most of the book's techniques. In the beginning of the rabbit book, I write some instructions and those are more intended like recommendations from me as an author, how I would like the parent to read the book if the child agree with it. But I always recommend the parent to observe the child and adapt the story. So if there is some parts that works better, then you use them more. If there's something that the child don't like, then take it away. So. It's just a suggestion on how to read this story. And um, you don't have to read it to the end, just to make sure that the child is really sleeping before you stop reading. So that's why I recommend to continue to read, because sometimes it seems like they're sleeping, but they're not actually sleeping. Each night this week, we found Wilf asleep within about 10 minutes of finishing the book and us turning out the lights, which makes a really big difference when you're getting a bit of your evening back or dealing with younger children. Like I said, we have a nine month old and she goes to bed a little bit later. So that whole bedtime hour is sometimes a bit hard to juggle with two children. I'm not sure we'd read it every night as it is quite long, but um, I really love the idea of getting it as an audiobook. So for example, we do really enjoy reading different books every night, but I love the idea of reading a book that he's chosen and then maybe putting an audiobook. I also like the idea as using it as a constant, say when you're traveling or when your routines are a bit out of whack and just getting him into that routine again. If there's something that I've learned <laughs> over the past few years of having kids, it's routine is definitely helpful. <sighs> you reach an old flight of steps. Ellen the elephant tells you that they're called the sleepy stairs because almost all the children who go down the stairs now get really tired and just want to lie down comfortably when you walk down, down and down. The staircase has five steps and with each step we take down the stairs, you, Wilf, will feel more and more calm, Ellen says. I'm Vicky from Ladybird Books and I'll be asking Frither a few questions about how she found using the book. Okay, you've talked about using the instructions at the start of the story. How did you find using the sound effects as part of the reading experience? Yeah, I, I, um, I really like that as a technique. I felt that it really helped both myself and my son sort of engage with the story and interact with it a little bit better. I really like the fact that it personalised it to my son so he felt like the story was being told to him a little bit more than your regular storybook um, and just made it a bit more interactive. And would you consider using these techniques with other bedtime stories? Yeah, I definitely think that yawning is a really good tool because I think if you hear someone, see someone yawn, you like automatically yawn and then you feel tired. So it's such a good like mind trick. So you gave the original book, The Rabbit Who Wants to Fall Asleep, a try as well. Which between the two did you find worked the best? I think um, we both engaged a lot better with the little elephant who wants to fall asleep rather than the rabbit. I think the illustrations were probably a big part of that. 
the ones for the little elephant are a lot gentler and my son really likes looking at the illustrations and he actually um was you know noticing that the leaves had a sleepy face and pointing out bits in the illustration that we could talk upon as we're reading the story so he definitely engaged with that one more the leaf keeps falling down and down looks like he has eyes and it looks like it's closed it looks like that leaf is um yawning doesn't it almost you think is the leaf so tired it's yawning yeah hey okay. i didn't know didn't know leaves could yawn and i didn't know and i didn't know they had eyes yeah that's a really sleepy leaf so the book uses quite unusual language, I suppose. The aim is to uh, make people feel quite um, soothed and relaxed. How did you find that kind of language structure? When I first started reading it, I immediately associated it with hypnobirthing, which I've done for both my children. So I immediately realised how it could definitely work because I felt that was so effective for me. And a lot of that is just suggestive wording and repetition. So with hypnobirthing, it's all about remaining calm whereas this is you know getting sleepy so I can definitely see how that would work. What would you change about the book to adapt to your personal technique? So I'd say the only thing that I can see that would be a little bit tricky on certain nights if you didn't have the time or you're rushing around or is just the length of the story. It, it does take a lot longer than our usual bedtime story so I, I mentioned before that we had to kind of adapt to that to give a bit more space in the schedule to read the story. So I wonder if you could still get the same result from the techniques, but by, you know, not following each step of the story, perhaps to make it a little bit shorter on days when you needed to. And how did you reclaim bedtime? Uh, well, I've got nine months old as well, so <laughs> I didn't 100% reclaim bedtime, but it made it a bit easier to deal with her as well. <laughs> and finally, would you say that it worked for you and would you recommend it to other parents? Yeah, I think anything that helps a little bit. I don't think anything can claim to make your child sleep, but, you know, it's a storybook and why not give it a go? Anything helps and it's always good to read to your child anyway, so if it helps, that's a bonus. <laughs> Thank you for listening. The Little Elephant Who Wants to Fall Asleep is out now in paperback, audio and ebook. Do look out for the next episode of the Reclaim Bedtime series, where Abby Moore from You Baby, Me Mummy blog will be taking us through her experiences of using the book at home. Music